welcome to the regular exclusive podcast with Jace and Renee. And Renee, I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna skip all the pleasantries this week because something insane happened to me, and uh, I can't really uh, say it any other way. Uh, somebody lit my car on fire. And I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Somebody look, can't really say it any other way. Somebody lit my car on fire. Okay, start over. So, <laughs> Wait, this, what happened? Tell me the so, whole story. So this weekend, uh, we woke up to the sound of an explosion. And we we're like, what the fuck was that? That's so horrifying. Yeah. We it wasn't like a boom giant fire explosion. It was just like a loud boom. And then we look out the window and just the back of our car is on fire. Oh my God. And we're just like, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> the world on fire is the world ending. That's what my first thought it would was, be. It was nuts. So I'm like running down the stairs in my underwear. <laughs> this is like the first 10 minutes of a good movie. <laughs> like calling 911. And I'm just like, what's your emergency? I'm like, my car's on fire. And I'm like, I hope you think that's an emergency. Yeah. I mean, I certainly think it is. So then they send the fire truck. And luckily, like, we don't live that far from the fire department. They come and they just spray it down. And, you know, so it all is, it's all over very quickly. And then, like, we're looking at the, at the damage. And next to the car, there's just, like, a, a puddle of melted blue. Oh, and I'm boy. like, what the? the fuck is and then i look over and i'm like where's my recycling bin oh my god that was like part of it too what the fuck who did this <laughs> is this like the like a low-level joker <laughs> it's it's very chaotic it like yeah i don't know but yeah then like we my neighbor bless their heart they have a, a camera and they got the whole thing on camera oh, and boy so we watch it and literally at like 7 30 in the morning someone is walking down the sidewalk of course they look conspicuous they're wearing a hood so we can't really see their face and they look at our recycling bin they see that there's cardboard in it they throw a match in there so it starts smoking and then he moves the recycling bin from the sidewalk over to our car and then leans it against the back of our car what the fuck so then the fire just goes and then it spreads to the car and the explosion was the tire the fire catching the tire and then the tire bursting so oh that was the, that was the boom and then the dude just walks off <laughs> no We're big like, deal he didn't even break into the car well i guess it's on fire but <laughs> it's just like the most random thing ever we're just like what the fuck? This gives us zero closure. <laughs> yeah, this is even worse than like if I, I mean, just any other situation. You're like, okay, well, this tells me absolutely nothing except this guy is fucking chaotic. And I mean, it's basically the Joker. It sounds like something. There's no purpose behind it that I can find. It was, it was weird. And I'm like, I work from home. So like, I don't go outside. I don't interact with people. So like, Same. I haven't wronged anyone. So it's clearly it's clearly Sarah's fault. Yeah, clearly. Are you guys checking your checking her list and <laughs> making a list of who has either Sarah rubbed the wrong way or like anybody that could possibly? I mean, this just seems the weird thing is that they're so casual about it. 
If yeah. they were doing it for revenge, you'd think they'd be like, ha, 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 like evil laugh. It was weird. <laughs> it was super weird. Like he even did the 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 thing in movies where they walk away from an explosion and they don't look back. Like wow. the thing's on fire and he's just walking away. I'm just, this guy's a professional. What is what is going on? <laughs> Damn it, dude! I'm sorry. But, That's fucking nuts. What yeah. a what a crazy. When was this? What day? Uh, Saturday. Jesus Christ. So yeah, it was it was wild. And I mean, the most infuriating part is that in the video, there is a truck that drives by as he as he is standing next to the bin that's smoking, and the truck just doesn't do anything. The truck doesn't stop. Just of course. thanks, dude. That's where we're uh, at now. At least you have yeah. nice neighbors. Yeah, our neighbors are the best. It's it's the only good thing that came out of it is we got to spend some time with our neighbors, and like our neighbors like brought us like wine and chocolates like a cinnabon it was very sweet that is sweet that's you're like the greatest neighbors ever yeah it was it was we're like oh well glass half full something nice came out of it yeah oh man i'm sorry yeah but good i mean good thing is that we have it on video so when we submitted it to insurance they're just like "Eh, that's pretty uh pretty solid that they couldn't uh, tell if it was you doing it just casually (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you know, luckily it's all getting taken care of it. You know, we're, I know that there's people that stuff like this has happened to, and it's, it's really bad situations. So, I mean, we're really lucky that no one was hurt. There's no, no damage done insurance taking care of it, but God, what a, what a weird fucking life experience. That is definitely not something you probably had on your bingo card for this year. Or in general, maybe ever. I don't. I can't imagine like just saying that. Like somebody just lit my car on fire. Like that just seems so improbable. But you know, I guess that's where we live now. I mean, that's that's how it is. I'm definitely going to use it to to one up some people's stories. Like, oh man, I, I had the worst day. Oh, I know, my car was lit on fire. What happened to you? You and today? <laughs> yeah, you bitch. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, but um you know, kind of related, you know, water puts out fire. Had a question for you. There was a trailer that came out. Oh God. I see where this is going. <laughs> did you, did you watch the, the avatar? No, <laughs> I did not watch the avatar trailer. You didn't no watch avatar way of the water trailer. Whatever the fuck it's called. I don't <laughs> care. I refuse to support that piece of shit movie. I doubt, I still don't believe that anyone's going to like even cares about that shit anymore. It's like, it's, it's too long too long like that guy we always i always quote that from fucking pirates even the trailer's too long i mean i i can only imagine i heard it's gonna be like almost four hours it's like they're just punishing you at that point and you're paying for it i i don't understand i think i'm more fascinated that this movie's actually coming out than i am actually the movie itself because like when i watch the trailer i'm just like who who really wants this? Yeah, this is for nobody except for James fucking Cameron. Like, you know, the first Avatar was was fun for its time. Like, eh. it definitely as as you as it aged, it's just like, oh, this is just ripping off a bunch of other things. And the visuals were cool at the time. Now everything is visuals, so it's really not that unique. Mm-hmm. And when I watch the trailer, I'm just like, this is just more Avatar. But now it's like on the water rather than on the land whatever that means i don't even care i there there's a whale there's a whale there's a whale 
you could have told me that there was a whale in the first one and I would have believed you. I really don't remember it that well, but I'm not going to go back and rewatch it because I refuse to even think that this is a good movie. I didn't even, I, I think I fell asleep both times I watched it. The first one in theaters too. And IMAX. It was weird. There was that, that weird little like three year run where Sam Worthington really had a thing going. And then in hindsight, in hindsight, I'm like, I never liked Sam Worthington. Why Why are people excited that he's back in the Avatar movie? It's because the fucking studios in Hollywood tried to force him on us and say, this is a new leading man. And we just said, no, thank you. No, thanks. Like, you guys can shove him in our, in our face all you want, but it's not going to happen. And you know what? It fucking didn't. And so now they're like, this is like, he's been waiting for like Avatar 2. And he thought like it would be right away. And now it's like, what? 10, 11 years later. Yeah. I mean, who cares? It's the same thing that I say about George R. R. Martin writing The Winds of Winter. Too long, dude. Nobody <laughs> cares anymore. The show's already over. We're on to new other things. He's probably just not even writing. He's just saying that all the time because who the fuck cares at this point? I do have one theory, and this is the only thing that I can think of as to why this is actually happening. I feel like he has some sort of contractual agreement with is, is it warner brothers or they Fuck if i know but sure. whatever the studio is he didn't get to do his aquaman movie like 20 years ago and, and he's like this is my aquaman i'm turning avatar into aquaman and i'm getting it damn it i'm gonna do aquaman <laughs> you whatever have to let takes. me do it <laughs> so really this movie is only for james cameron i mean i could have told you that. i don't even know about i mean i knew about the aquaman thing but now you bring up a good point which is just like i mean also that guy probably has fuck you money and look at all of his movies i mean avatar is still like they keep re-releasing it in theaters just to fuck fuck over endgame you know it was like yeah. I mean, I don't care that the fact that they kept re-releasing it was like, you guys are just being dicks for no so reason. So petty. <laughs> yeah, they're just being petty. And also, like, nobody cares about Avatar anymore. I'm tired of everyone acting like, oh, the new trailer. Did you see that? I know that you, <laughs> thankfully, are not like one of those people, but I just I don't get it. I'll never understand it. I think it was stupid when it came out. And I think it's <laughs> fucking dumb as hell. That supposedly we're getting more of these. I mean, no one's asking. <laughs> I mean, I know that I'll probably watch it whenever it comes to streaming somewhere. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. Maybe if all of my friends really want to, then maybe I'll go. But yeah, like I'm not I'm not counting the days. When I was watching the trailer, I was just like, when does this movie come out? And I was like, oh, in like a month. All right. <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah, I could give a fuck. And I refuse <laughs> to, to pay money to like sit there for four hours watching james cameron masturbate on screen <laughs> underwater apparently i think that's all the movie is gonna be i mean whatever i like his other movies like titanic's obviously one of my top movies of yeah. all time he's great i like i think he's talented but enough we don't care about avatar it's stupid and i don't i don't know one person who's like obsessed with it like anything else you know like there's no marvel fans for fucking avatar and if there are i would never want to meet them <laughs> <laughs> oh well i know that we are both very interested in talking about the movie that we're, we're gonna break down so let's take a little break what is that movie twilight oh, 
All right, everyone, let's get into this movie. The more and more I f- feel like it, just as we've gotten closer to today, I feel like this is my punishment for making us watch The Mummy. We now are going to talk about Good. Twilight. Good. You deserve it. It's th- This isn't over, by the way. This is just <laughs> the beginning of your torment. Oh, well, that's great. Well, we have uh, a treat for everyone. We have a special guest today. My Ooh. sister-in-law. I'm just going to call her my sister for the rest of the podcast because I don't no, want to you say... keep it formal. Okay. <laughs> wow. Because we're such a formal <laughs> podcast. Well, fine. Okay. We're such a formal family, period. <laughs> well, we have the one and only... Uh, Huge Juge, as Hello. we call her, <laughs> Juliana yes. Juge. And um, it was her idea, actually, to talk about Twilight and Juge. It was, because I feel like Twilight is a very integral part of my generation's upbringing. I feel like Twilight was just the end-all, be-all, and especially when it comes to young adult that's Books. upsetting that's upsetting it is not upsetting it's the truth whether or not it's upsetting because i mean the first movie came out when i was in sixth grade <laughs> but i remember Shout hearing out. about the books as a young child and being very invested i'd done book reports on it and i felt like this was my gateway into the podcast realm to talk about this podcast or twilight was your gateway twilight was my uh gateway into the podcast realm okay because i, love I feel it. like it's the one movie that i feel like i am somewhat of an expert on Ooh. i feel like i can uh we in will depth. we will test that you today. can test me <laughs> jace are you up on your twilight trivia uh trivia no uh (laughs) criticisms yes yeah yeah just get over it okay it's really not it's actually a really fun watch so it is everybody everybody always says twilight sucks Mm -hmm. and is it the greatest movie of all time obviously not (laughs) you say obviously i I did too (laughs) hot take take. make a case for it let's do it (laughs) It is not as bad. I will die on this hill. It is not as bad as people make it out to be. The first one's even, I think, maybe the best. Probably the best, I would say, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have terrible memories of New Moon. That's the last one I saw. Oh, you will if you rewatch it. <laughs> They'll all come screaming back to you. It's all in the form of Jacob. He is the worst. Uh, his With his shirt off, he looks like he's the best. <laughs> sure, but like it's still like she's talking to a plank of wood, so... <laughs> New Moon, I'm pretty sure I I have a very uh, unique relationship with New Moon. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about this. I don't remember the exact year it came out, but I remember I had my um, I had an emergency appendectomy. Oh, um, I had to get my appendix removed when I was 12, and. I think maybe a year or so after that happened is when New Moon came out. And I remember being home from school, recovering, and I just played New Moon literally on repeat. (laughs) I would put it in my DVD player as soon as it was over, go to the title screen, press play, and rewatch it immediately after it was over. To the point where I started (laughs) memorizing 
the movie. I mean, it's been yep. a few years since I've watched New Moon, but when I was in like sixth or seventh grade, I could literally memorize the entirety of New Moon because I just had it on repeat during my recovery. <laughs> I've definitely been there with a lot of movies, and I have, I mean, I will say new moon rewatchability is really good, especially that part where all the seasons change and she's all depressed. Yes. You just said that yes. new moon sucks. Yeah. But I'm saying like for rewatchability, there's like some good stuff. The only thing that sucks really is Jacob. Absolutely. He just sucks as an actor. And the more he that he's involved in the story, the worse that it, like, it's like, I can't ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's all about him. The muscles can't mask that monster. The one thing I remember from New Moon, and it's not even the movie. I just remember the soundtrack for it slaps. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. The music's always really good in these movies, I think. <laughs> Literally, my roommate and I, we just went to visit her uh, sister and brother-in-law this past weekend. And on our way back to Michigan, we played at least two of the Twilight soundtracks just to keep ourselves awake. And Hell yeah. I would say that the soundtracks for Twilight to keep you awake. Yes. They're like indie music. Some of them are <laughs> not all of them. It's I mean, emotionally it's, charged. Unless music. it's just super massive black hole, like on loop that, that movie gets me pumped. <laughs> no, it's like the, but the music is like, it has so much emotion to it from when you first watch those movies. I think that like, it just gets me not excited in a creepy way, but like, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. I remember it's nostalgia, you know, fuck. It's a powerful drug. It is especially right now. Now that we are entering fall, it is truly mm -hmm. sad girl season. Yep. It is <laughs> right after hot girl summer. Literally, <laughs> After we've gone on our mental health walks throughout summer, yes. it's time to wrap ourselves in our cozy blankets grab our tea, hot chocolate, put on Twilight, all the movies, or the soundtracks. I mean... Mm -hmm. And it, then we get sad throughout the winter and then back to Hot Girl Summer and the cycle continues. Yeah. It does. Yeah, exactly. But for real, though, these movies hit different during the fall and, like, <laughs> winter. They're, like, the perfect times. That's I think that's literally always when I watch them again. Well, I think it's because everyone's so pale. Yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> it's also because in that era, everybody who made a movie always wanted to have this weird blue filter mm -hmm. over it. Totally true. Because, like, I think Twilight had it. I'm pretty sure Harry Potter had it. Any young adult movie had this odd blue cast over so the made it was, so depressing, but so alluring it at was the like, same time. It was like they were the films themselves were fl filtering out the blue light. So you don't need those blue light glasses. <laughs> Just the film was taking care of it for you. Yeah. Or it was really fucking up your blue filter. I don't know. Now everything <laughs> I see is blue. Should we just get into the let's, movie? Let's do it. Okay. Let me pull up my notes. Yeah. Pull up your notes. Your, your five lines of notes. <laughs> I was not expecting. Uh, I showed her my notes and it's just scrolling. Fucking, yeah, I, I know. Like, I knew he was going to take a shit ton of notes. They're all not just expecting. jokes nope. too. It's just when I watch a movie, I just write things down as I'm watching. And then when I come back, I'll organize them into like the talking points that I want to bring up. I thought that I did that as well. And then I was hit with a fucking like MLA format bibliography, like fucking like 
Oh, here at minute one hour and thirty-eight minutes. <laughs> I don't Robert time Pattinson. stamp it. Sometimes I do. Jeez, that's a little bit much. <laughs> no, I don't Even time I don't stamp, do but it, it's I don't time stamp it because it's in chronological order. Okay. Well, my first bullet point for Twilight is Robert Pattinson in all caps. <laughs> period. Just, Actually, yeah. Robert Pattinson exclamation point. Yeah. He Emphatic the... period. Yeah. Times 50. Yeah. All <laughs> right. I don't know if there was ever... This is news to me. I feel like when I was in, like, growing up in the Twilight era, there was really never an era for, like... I know there was, like, Team Edward and Team Jacob. Mm-hmm. I was never involved with team jacob there was only team edward and only team edward mm-hmm. that's because we're oh wait no you're here in detroit so i don't know i was thinking in seattle everyone's team edward but everybody everywhere i think is just team edward i don't understand anybody who would ever say that they were team jacob i was like get out of here you're just into looks all you care about looks no substance and he's just he's the worst all you care about is abs which... yeah Robert Pattinson currently has abs. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not maybe not during filming, but now he has abs. He does. Glittery abs. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, here. Let's let's get into Twilight. So Twilight came out in 2008 and what are you looking all this up for the first time? No, I just have <laughs> I have two sets of notes. So I'm sorry, I'm just fucking with get you. Get off my shit. <laughs> and let me do the goddamn thing. Good luck. All right. Twilight came out in 2008. So here's some other movies that came out that year. I was actually surprised. 2008 was a hell of a year. Uh, Cloverfield, Step Brothers, The Dark Knight, some Batman foreshadowing, Pineapple Express. Tropic Thunder and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Those are like, those are some classic movies. Yeah. We should cover all of those movies, actually. We, we need to have a 2008 pod. I think we should. It might be the best year of movies ever, except for 2022. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's the one with Jason Seagal yes. and Kristen Bell. Seagal. Mm-hmm. Seagal. <laughs> I don't know. Steven Seagal's son. Yeah, that's the. That's the, you shall not pass. What? I've only seen it once, though. Remember, so he does it in that oh, movie. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm, saying I, it's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought you were trying to say that Steven Seagal was Gandalf. And I was like, I'm very going to, I have to. You think. haven't seen that version? It's called Lords of Kicking Ass. Oh, God. I Don't get like me started. If this is going to turn into like a 2008, I can go like. No, it's not. Get out of here. Get out of here. We're changing. And no, you're fine. We just list off other movies that came out that year to kind of give people a frame of mind of when that movie came okay. out. Yeah, this is Jay's just doing his little spielio thing. I usually just check out. I can't relate. I was no, we're, years we're, old. We're, we're not gonna... I was just obsessed with like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good stuff. That That is pretty much the extent of... So here, I'm just going to jump in now. All right. So the plot for this movie um, on from IMDb is when Bella Swan moves to a small town in the Pacific Northwest, she falls in love with Edward Cullen, a mysterious classmate who reveals himself to be a 108-year-old vampire. That is... Hot. That is the technical <laughs> plot. All right. What's your plot? That's my, my favorite. plot... <laughs> 
This movie's beloved to you freaks, so get ready for this. Uh, trigger warning. A minor is groomed by a 108-year-old vampire stalker. I guess. T- tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. That You're is, not giving Pattinson enough credit. <laughs> that is one of my notes. Of <laughs> my various notes. It's undeniable. I, <laughs> I said, is it weird that a 109-year-old vampire is in love with a 17-year-old girl? Or is it okay because he's still in the body of a 17-year-old boy? And I will say, in my thought process, I think he he still has the mentality of a 17-year-old boy. He is pretty immature. Yeah. So it's not like your grandpa <laughs> falling in love with a high school senior. I think it's exactly like that. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. I guess I just don't think of him being a predator because he's so hot. Exactly. <laughs> but, like he could groom me from the age of five, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain <laughs> because it's Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Robert Pattinson was like the man. Oh like, yeah. Growing up, everybody wanted to be with Robert Pattinson. Everyone. If they didn't want to be with him, they wanted to be him. Mm-hmm. Even in New Moon, when he had to get his abs painted on his body because he did not have them. <laughs> well, he we has them now. Him. Yep. But he is clearly the best option, mm-hmm. the better man out of Edward and Jacob. I'm putting in an applause after that, like the sound clip, because that was perfect. <laughs> I agree with everything a thousand percent. See, maybe maybe that logic only works for, for this movie, and maybe it's because I've seen New Moon, but like Dakota Fanning in New Moon, she's like a little girl, but is clearly got the mind of like a person who's lived for a very long time. So they do they do mature. This is a creepy stalker freak that's just obsessed with monotoned women. Okay. 17 year olds uh, she seems very like weird not monotone to me it seems like everything is just making her squirm in this movie I just can't get over mm-hmm. it it's so I think, awkward I think most of this movie is just people making each other squirm it's uncomfortable throughout I mean it, it is, is but it's supposed to be so I think like if we're gonna let's just start with Robert Pattinson since we're already on it but okay. I do think that he sells the idea that he is like a high schooler like it's not as creepy because he does seem to be in the same mindset. It's like he's never even had sex with anybody. He mm-hmm. mentions that, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. And the oh, fact yeah. that he's also like never really dated, it sounds like. I mean, he's just the hot guy in the family who's not like a couple or whatever. And so it's like he's just had time figuring himself out. And the way that he behaves is like typical young teenage boy behavior. Mm-hmm. So I think mentally he just hasn't grown past that because he has a lot of fucking issues. But he's sexy, so it's fine. Exactly. Wow, you're making so many excuses. This is the creepiest description of a human being I've ever heard. It's weird when, like, people are 30 years old and, like, have never dated. You're like, okay, something's wrong with you. This this guy's 108 years old. Yes, but he's also a vampire. Clearly, he hasn't accepted it yet. He's not, like, a cool, like, oh, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Like, I would be fucking having so much fun with being a vampire. This guy seems like I hate that the colons are so, ooh, we're just going to eat animals. It's like, I would rather eat people than animals, first off, not just for the better flavor, but fuck people. I hate when animals die in movies. I'll give you this. 
he does a better job of seeing seeming like a high schooler than any of his family. Oh, when you yeah. see them in the movie, it's like, you're all in your mid-20s. What's going on? Yes, I agree. Am I wrong? I mean, every all of them are. They were when they filmed it. Also, mm-hmm. Juge, speaking of your point of, like, weird things, another weird choice is that they all decided, let's be 17 years old forever. It is a very interesting coincidence that literally all of the Cullen siblings are relatively around the same age. Cause like Edward, like canonically he is 17 years old and he just so happens to have siblings that are literally exactly the same age. And it is interesting. Like, is they're this- all dating too. Yeah. So like literally like a little cult that Carlisle's making. Like if I was in school with these kids, I'd be like, they're hot, but they gotta be doing some fucked up shit. And they are, I guess. Carlisle also looks like the same age as all of them. It's just weird that they're like, let's be 17. Let's not pick a different age. Let's not be 18 or 21. Let's pick the worst possible age. Okay. Where you can't do anything. Well, I will say, I okay. Well, I have not read the books in a while, but I did do my research. Apparently, Carlisle, who is the dad, the foster dad, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Daddy Van. Groomer. He's the, the, the daddy groomer. He's where Colin learned how to groom. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, clearly, he's grooming fucking vampires. This guy's even better. He's half a century old. He, in the books, is supposed to be 23 years old with, I think, six foster kids to look after what? and a doctor and a doctor <laughs> and married with a wife and having six foster children at 23 years old he's a doctor that sounds like at least five of my friends i think i know at least five people that are doctors and have at least five plus foster children to look after like who the <laughs> fuck would that ever be that successful at that age i couldn't do that even when i was 50 this whole time i thought the books maybe were just represented poorly but <laughs> oh no the one thing i'll always hold against these books and these movies is that they're the reason that we got 50 shades of gray because <laughs> it is literally like the author said she's just doing a twilight but with snm and it's just like, oh, instead of I'm going to have to kill you, I need you to sign a contract that I can <laughs> do whatever I want to you and then discard you or leave you in a room tied up for like a week at a time. It's like, what? <laughs> this is a weirder thing. Like, I I don't know. I don't know how that got popular, but Jesus It's called Christ. consent, Renee. Yeah, I got it. But I'm just saying, like, that's a weird spin on this whole story. It's still weird, but I kind of. I think Robert Pattinson still is convincing enough that you're like, I'm in love with him by the end of the movie. You know, you don't care. Absolutely, Literally, Robert Pattinson is the only actor in all of the Twilight Saga that can carry you through the end of the last movie because Mm -hmm. everyone else is so bland and has no personality. He at uh, least tries. Yeah, he does his best. Someone. I will stand up for Michael Shannon. 
I love him. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's of great course. in everything. He's, I mean, he's, he's the he's fun. the he's the bad guy. But he's the only <laughs> one who's having fun out of all the Voltori. They're all yes. just like so depressed all the time. Like that, it's probably those fucking contacts if they had to wear them. They're probably just <laughs> shitty. And it's like, also, this is stupid. We have red eyes when we're drinking blood. Like everyone would. These people are weird. Like I mean, I would notice that if I saw people that had fucking red eyeballs. Anyways, I will say what I love about Robert Pattinson is like he explained why him and Kristen Stewart both did this movie. Cause before that they had both done only like weird indie things besides him having done Harry Potter, like literally mm. right before this. But he said that they both thought it was just going to be a one-off indie movie. And he thought it was a really weird story. He didn't know about the books and all that. He just thought like it was cool because like this, it's kind of funny that like he is in love with this girl, but like also he wants to eat her. And it's like, <laughs> he has a whole speech about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to kill you. I've never wanted a human's blood so much in my life. And I was like, you could, you could tell he's just like really playing up that angle in this movie. Like when he like, when she first walks into the classroom and the mm. wind blows and then he's like, oh, <laughs> like he literally looks like he's going to throw up. Oh, and I was yes. like, I forgot how much of like for her, I would probably have killed myself that night if that happened. Absolutely. I would have like, not even sat down. Tell the teacher, I have to go to the nurse's <laughs> office for the rest of the semester and never show my face in that I'm class. Like, That's it. I'm out. I'm noping out in the bathroom, whatever you got on you. Uh, I need to get out of here. I watched the movie by myself, and that scene, I laughed so hard <laughs> because I just imagined that she walked in the room and she, like, just ripped ass. And she's like, she's like, like I'm that. good. And then the fan hits it and just blows it. He's just like... <gasps> <laughs> just laughing so, it's so hard. good because he's like he doesn't even seem like he's like oh god that smells so good like it seems like he just smelled shit and so then he like won't talk to her he like looks away and like won't even breathe near her and then as soon as the class is over he like brushes past her like as fast as he can and she goes to the office and he's like requesting to be transferred and I'm like, like I would literally kill myself are you kidding me like the hottest guy in school thinks that I stink like oh my god I would be like that's so upsetting because I can't smell it like it's so I would I would be traumatized I mean I, I feel like that's kind of how he's like he's such a mystery to her she's like huh everybody else likes me but this guy acts like I'm garbage and also the fact that he literally doesn't go to school for like the rest of the <laughs> entire <laughs> week he's gone and she's like um okay he's just traumatized by it <laughs> oh yeah that guy he's in the hospital like his family's like i hope he's gonna be okay <laughs> like i would fucking die i would have been out of there that i would not have gone back to school after that <laughs> well and then he comes back and sits next to her at class he's like Sorry if I've been acting weird. It's like, that is the weirdest way to act. What are you doing? We can't recover from this. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to introduce myself last week. I'm, I'm Edward Cullen. And then the fact that she's 
sits in the same seat. Like, I'd be like, it's over. I'm going to sit in the very back yeah. corner of the room and let some other poor soul have to deal with him as a partner in biology. <laughs> like, it's I not going to be me. Like, I know I put deodorant on. I know I showered. <laughs> I put body spray on. Like, I smell good. So it's not me. It's him. He yeah. has the issue. <laughs> but it's like one of those things that like just the way that he's so strongly reacts would make me think that like I'm insane and I can't tell how bad I smell like I'd be like I, I'd be like a insane sniffing all my clothes and like my body like washing it eight times a day being like what is this I can't smell it I must I'm gonna check myself into the asylum See, that's, that's part of the grooming process yeah. he's just got you smell terrible take care of that now she just she's obeying she's doing the thing I, that's like a, a whole other can of worms you're right that's stockholm syndrome which she definitely has i mean who would sympathize she sympathizes with her captor whatever syndrome makes you love robert pattinson i have it and I'm i would have it. it no matter what absolutely so with R robert pattinson is i mean it's really funny going back and watching this just now seeing where he is Renee, you know, you know, one of my favorite like subjects is actors that are typecasted and the things that they do to escape yep. those typecasts. And he he's done it. I mean, yeah, if anything, he's now like doubling down. He's like, let's typecast me as Batman and I'll escape that for real. I mean, mostly we see like typecasting in tv shows like people in tv trying to transition to movies but like some other actors that have been severely typecast and just trying to escape my favorite daniel radcliffe like he was harry potter and juge if you have not seen any of the stuff that he's done after harry potter it's some of the weirdest things <laughs> you will ever see and he's just like i am not a wizard <laughs> i am not the boy who lived yeah he is so far beyond yeah wizard i know that he did like swiss army man i didn't see that movie but that, it's amazing that's my favorite just because he's just like i'm getting out of this i'm gonna do this weird thing or horns where he's the devil that one's great yeah um another one different kind of thing not a franchise thing but like matthew mcconaughey mm, yeah he was king rom-com and he literally had to boycott hollywood until somebody gave him a chance. Literally, one of Jason, my fiance, his favorite movie is uh, Dazed and Confused, which oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure, I don't know how accurate this is, but I'm pretty sure that it was Matthew McConaughey's first that's role? That's where the that's where it started. That's where, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. All right. Yep. And I'm not, a humongous Matthew McConaughey fan, but that movie is like his best role in a comedic sense. Yeah. Cause he is just funny, but also like stereotypical, like, Oh, he's so cool that like he's older, but like he can hang out with me, like a <laughs> senior in high yeah. school. Like it sounds cool at the time, but when you're a 26 year old, you're like, mm a little questionable yeah that's why he likes those high school girls i get older they stay the they stay same the age, same age. <laughs> <laughs> like that is if nothing if not like the pedophile motto so it is or yeah. like yeah even younger unfortunately but 
Well, if you're, if you're Edward Cullen. Yeah, but McConaughey, like, I think about True Detective, and I'm just like, oh, shit. That's where, that's where everything changed. He, like, didn't do movies for, like, five or six years or something. And then he did, I think it was We Are Mark, or Lincoln Lawyer, and then True Detective and Dallas Buyers Club, like, all within the next, like, two years. And wow. his career just changed. Yeah. I mean, good for him. He's like, I refuse to just keep being the rom-com guy. I I want to be a dramatic actor. And he did it. I mean, honestly, Rob Pattinson was like, I'm not going to turn like he didn't know Twilight was going to turn into what it was. But then mm-hmm. when it did, it was like, well, fuck it. Like, this will get me like everyone. I mean, it's it's kind of a hard thing to come back from, but at least it like gets you out there. But then you have to do a lot of like different stuff to not be like the same person because it'd be so easy to just continue on and do something else. But the fact that he just did indie stuff or really weird roles and just like showed all of this stuff that he can do, like my the favorite lighthouse. obviously is the lighthouse. Yeah, oh, I it's I incredible. Wish I seen that. <laughs> you you've seen it? No, no, oh. but I wish that I have seen it because I hear. Well, first of all, it's, it's bizarre, Yeah, but Uh it's also really good. And Mm -hmm. I wish that I have seen it. I have to make it like a priority within the next week or so Uh, to finally watch it. I'll watch it with you while I'm here. Absolutely. Watch it after the podcast is over. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, it's like the most incredible performance for both Willem Dafoe and Robert Mm -hmm. Pattinson, but if, in case you haven't seen any of Robert Eggers' other movies, the director, he is insane with his, like, detail. And it's always, he always does, like, really extreme period pieces. And, that like, mm-hmm. the shoots are so uncomfortable, but it, they look, everything just is incredible. And the story's so, like, realistic. It's it's insane. But then he adds his own thing in. So, like, The Witch is another one that's really mm-hmm. great, too but that one's kind of a little bit more horror. This one's more of like a psychological thriller kind of, but barely a thriller. <laughs> well, and then we get him in the Batman. Yeah. You know, he's, he starts as baby boy bat to Batman. The Batman. Oh, is he baby boy bat in that first fucking scene? I'm saying in, Me. I'm saying in twilight, he's baby boy bat. Okay. There you go. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, I got, I got, I wrote this down. I, I want to have some fun with this. Okay. He starts as baby boy bat to Batman, weirdo to emo, sparkling skin to fucking up the kingpin, romantically pursuing minors to messy eyeliner, Bella's stench to Catwoman warming the bench. Damn. Wow. I didn't know we were going to do Skadoosh. like a fucking. That's what I'm saying, Jace. What the hell? I didn't prepare a fucking rap. I didn't literally, even barely to take notes. What my notes hell? are literally just like in all caps, spider monkey. That's yes. my notes. Oh, that, that is. that is. Thank you for That's got to be one back. of the worst lines of all time. You better hold on tight, spider monkey. Okay, or argumentatively one of the best lines of cinematic history. It's so good. It goes down in history. Followed by the wonderful visual effects as they run really fast and he has her on his back. I think that's like my least favorite part of these movies upon rewatch because I'm just like... She's a backpack. Yeah, it's just like it's not sexy. I don't know what it should be, but it's not that. And also like, I don't know if you guys have watched the show Invincible. Oh, I love Invincible. Like there's like I haven't watched it, but I've seen like spoilers, whatever. 
But I know there's like a character that like is very fast. Yeah, he's the Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he will like carry normal human characters and like run super fast away from the danger and they will literally like get sick because of how fast they're going and i'm yeah. like okay yeah that makes sense like <laughs> yeah. if i were to be on the back of edward cullen like running at hot, top speed up a mountain in washington like i would be dead yeah i would not live to see the top of this mountain i'd be <laughs> dying like vampires aside i would like there should have been she should have been vomiting uncontrollably <laughs> absolutely like or spinning around or dead i don't know i might die of just fright because i hate height <laughs> and speed i think i wouldn't like that absolutely <laughs> like literally after it's confirmed she says you're a vampire he says are you afraid and she says no yeah why he would i immediately, be immediately immediately grabs her arm and was like we're going up this mountain. I'm like, where the fuck are you, you taking You have to see me? my shiny abs. That's the thing. Is like, he's like, look at me. I'm a killer. And then I was like, skin glitters mm. intensely. It's like, wow, you're so scary. That sparkly skin. Painted on abs that aren't <laughs> even there until until Batman. Yeah. 2022. I, I, think, I think I saw something in the trivia about like he trained for like five hours a day for twilight and i was like really it doesn't show it does not <laughs> yeah i will have to do a hard disagree i'm pretty sure he literally just did not have literally anything to work on and they had to paint on his abs yeah now that we movie. know that like i feel like all of these other things are just what he had to say in interviews but like like people <laughs> got really mad at him i guess like during covid he was interviewed about like prepping for the batman he was like, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, they're going to really be mad at me. I've just been eating chips and snacks. I haven't been working out at all. And people were like, oh, my God, he's not taking it seriously. And they were so mad. And he was like, it came out like right before the movie. He's like, yeah, I was kidding about that. I don't know. I found out later people were hella pissed. But obviously I was working out. It's in my fucking contract. But like, I think like in the Twilight movies, it wasn't like, oh, he needs to be buff. It was like. That's why we have Taylor Lautner. That guy could yeah. break his back mm-hmm. fucking working out because that's all he's good for. Exactly. <laughs> and also, they're literally children. Yes. Like, are you expecting a 17-year-old to be like a fucking bodybuilder? That's Thank exactly you. what I'm expecting. Well, exactly. it's better than whatever he is. <laughs> I think I saw that the original idea for Edward Cullen, they wanted to do Henry Cavill. And I'm like, hmm. that scene would have been very different. <laughs> just yes. Edward Cullen just bursting out of his clothes. He would have just hulked out and like ripped his clothes off. It would have been too hot. Yeah. Instead of an S on his chest, it just would have been an E for Edward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is that like all the like young girls, it's like Robert Pattinson was the perfect. He's literally the perfect man for he's every teenage girl's dream. He's got the exact like. That's what we were all looking for back then. And also, I feel like the fact that he was like so serious and so like obsessed with you and like insanely crazy about you that it was like every teenage girl is also crazy back then. And we're all like, Mm -hmm. that's what I want. I want this man who's like, I'm going to commit to you fully forever. And then you're (laughs) you can't do it like I'm like all this stuff. It's just so intense and serious all the time. It's like every teenage girl's dream, you know? 
She never had a chance. I'm very interested to learn, like, the male point of view, because, like, as a 12-year-old growing up in the Twilight era, it was all we ever thought about, like, having this mysterious, chiseled, hot vampire powerful being that could protect us from any kind of danger Mm -hmm. and that was all we were obsessed about as girls and i'm very interested into learning what the male point of view would be i mean it's gonna be super creepy (laughs) we've already established this he's grooming her i mean i want to know what was going through his head when he smelled her that first time like that's probably all i'm interested in it's his 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 instinct his animal instinct because he is not a human he is a vampire first and foremost but <laughs> i think he just got a whiff of a pussy <laughs> that's what i've been thinking this whole time <laughs> i'm like he's like oh shit who brought shellfish <laughs> Yeah. It's like he's almost like, oh god, that's the good stuff. That's the top shelf oyster. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he is like super creepy. Like now, watching it back, I'm like, I get it. Like it's a lot, and it's very weird, and all of it. But it's like, I think what I find most unbelievable about this movie is the fact that he's like Kristen Stewart, like her character Bella. I'm like, she's the one you want out of everybody. <laughs> is she really even that great? She's like pretty basic. Oh, she's the fucking worst. Yeah, she's, she's a really bad is. person. I, I wrote down in my notes. She, her friends, the only people that give a shit about her, they're like, oh, you want to come hang out with us? And she's like, no, I don't want to. And they're like, oh, we're going to this place. And she's like, oh, Edward's actually going to be there. Yeah, that would be great. You could give me a ride. She's just using these people that like her for rides for her stalker boyfriend. That's what she does in all the movies. She's a bad person. Also, I, I thought it was weird how just like everyone knew who she was. Like, she never had to introduce or be introduced to the entire movie. They're like, oh, you're Bella. Well, I think that is simply because Forks, and I've been to Forks, I think, I don't know how long ago. A very long time ago. <laughs> I've been there one time. <laughs> it is the, the smallest town on earth. Like, in America, like, it is the teeniest tiniest there's nothing there there's nothing to do there's nothing to look at so if a new girl moves into that area they're all gonna flock like they're gonna know everything about her like exactly would be front page on the fucking like high school paper just like that guy said like literally i feel like this is like every stephen king book has taught me that like Small towns, like everybody knows everybody's shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could never live like that. I would hate mm-hmm. that in like a neighborhood. I don't <laughs> want to talk to my neighbors. Like, please leave me alone, everybody. <laughs> but like, I can't imagine the benefit of like ever living in this small town where everybody knew every fucking thing I was doing. Did Jace just fart? No, she tried to read <laughs> my notes. I uh, was just seeing where the conversation was going because oh, I no only worries. have like one small don't, page of notes don't and worry. he has I've, like the uh, whole yeah. we're uh, not we're not going through everything cool, I, yeah they're I've just hit my limit points. okay well <laughs> i i wanted to ask real quick did anyone else get this vibe well here i'm gonna say one good thing about this movie i actually really thought this movie 
had really good pace. Like it never felt like there was like, oh, this is a wasted scene. Uh, really good pace. I liked the editing and like the color of it. I thought it was pretty cool. I really just hated all the all the acting in it. I felt like the actors were being directed to essentially like, hey, read these lines like you're in an antidepressant ad. You gotta give me some answers. Mm. Yes, no. To get to the other side. Uh, 1.77245. I don't want to know what the square root of pi is. That's how they talk to each other. Like, they've never talked to another human being in their life. Mm-hmm. And it was just odd. I will agree with you on that. But it's funny because the way that, like, the woman who directed this also directed, she was an indie director. So she did, uh, like, the movie 13. Did you ever see that with Evan Rachel Wood? No, but I was shocked when I saw that she did Lords of Dogtown. And Lords of Dogtown, yeah. I was like, wow. Pretty weird, right? So, she, like, like they weren't crazy for signing on with this director going like, oh, she does, like, these cool indie films. And she didn't direct any of the other Twilights. It really moved on mm-hmm. past her into a whole new thing. I mean, by the time they get to the final one, I'll never forgive the CGI on the baby. Why wasn't the regular baby okay? I, I don't <laughs> oh, understand God. why they oh, had to God. do that. And then the fact that, like, Spoiler alert if you're some freak who hasn't finished Twilight, but the fucking fact that like Jacob is like, oh, I was never in love with you. I was in love with the baby inside you and I imprint on her when she is born like that is talking about. Okay, now we're just establishing this predator relationship is ongoing for the rest of history. Are are we shocked? This started with Edward being a predator to Bella and then it passes on Jacob is a predator to their kid. It just makes no logical sense. Was he in love with the egg inside of her for fucking Literally. ever before Edward and her even conceived a fucking child, which was only in the, in the womb for like three months. I mean, it just mm-hmm. makes no sense. I have so much anger. I will say, I do love the scene when they finally have sex. That's all I'll say. I'll end it. <laughs> it's pretty great when he like breaks the bed. I'm like, fuck yeah, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Every scene that has Jacob in it, delete. Like, you can just get rid of Taylor Lautner, period. Get him out of the movies. Especially with the wig. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, keep him with the wig. Once he cuts his hair off, it's over. Yeah. That wig is bad. The wig is the only indicator that he is relatively still in there psychologically. He's still a a boy. He still has... (laughs) But once it's chopped off, he gets his tattoo. Yeah. He's, That's when he, you look at his abs. Now he's Taylor Lautner. When it, when he's a kid, all you have to look at is the bad wig. Ugh, no, I'll look at I'll look at abs any day. There's just so much <laughs> like if I were to just literally almost die from giving birth to a half vampire, half human fetus and his first reaction is to fall in love with said baby yeah because it has barely been born when he's like that's my girl yeah it's over get the fuck out of my house i never want to see you again i never want to think of your name i don't want to hear 
anything. Yeah. Nothing to do with you. Get out of my house. Uh. <laughs> to be fair, though, I do want to say fun fact about Taylor Lautner is that he literally just got married to a woman named Taylor. And now she is Taylor Lautner as well. That is not fun. That is upsetting. I don't yeah, like it. That's the closest <laughs> a fun fact gets for him. Everything makes you mad. And it's all like he just should have just gone away. I mean, thank God he hasn't been in anything, but God knows in 20 years or like maybe coming up in 10 years, they'll they'll do like a fucking Twilight reboot and mm. he'll be like a legacy character in it because he'll be the only one that would come back. <laughs> he'll be the dad in the wheelchair. Yes, he will. He'll have to be because like what else could um, no, he'll be breaking his back trying to fucking work out again. But I do think like it's great that Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart totally fully recovered from these movies. Like Kristen totally. Stewart 100%. is incredible as an actress. And I thought she sucked because of these movies for so long. And I think oh, people yeah. also thought Robert Pattinson sucked by the end because like they weren't really trying that much. They were just kind of cashing paychecks by the end, especially. But like, I just feel like they really came out of it and have turned me around on both of them i mean i was always with robert pattinson but yeah. now i i realize he's super talented <laughs> literally twilight everybody always wants to say that twilight is one of the worst movies ever created and it's not incredible <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pretty good movie though like solid yeah it's First not the all, mummy Thank you. The Mummy reboot has really ruined movies for me now. I have a low, I thought I had a low bar, but now it's lower. Like, first of all, the just the, the soundtrack alone for every single movie, even if you hate Twilight, you have to love the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Like, it's Slaps. incredible. Next question. It literally is unbeatable. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. The music on this just hits different. It does. Yeah. And like, like, I know everybody always shits on the acting and oh my God, there's no emotion like with Kristen Stewart and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if you read the books, there is no emotion from Bella. You never learn anything about her time living in Arizona and when her parents got divorced and she had to move to Forks, you never learn anything about her time in Arizona, you don't learn about anything. You literally all... She has no character development. It's no. all Edward. Right. <laughs> Bella's character is a human being in love with Edward Cullen. Mm -hmm. She's the audience. Yeah. She is me. <laughs> I love Edward Cullen. I mean, yeah, I'm right there with her, but I'm like... And I would be like, really? Me? But like, also, I think I'm way cooler than her. I think she fucking sucks. She's just so vanilla. Like, at least I would question it if I were her a lot more. Mm -hmm. I think it's intentional. I think they wrote her to be not interesting so that everyone else watching the movie is like, oh, I'm so much better than her. I'm so yeah. I did, Edward deserves me more than her. I know. I had two last moments that I wanted to mention because I just thought they were hysterical. I hope one of them's the baseball. The what? Baseball. baseball. Oh yeah, let's talk about the monkey. baseball. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about Spider Monkey. The baseball scene was funny to me. I mainly actually enjoyed it because I got to hear Muse, super ma super massive black hole. It's a great song. Calm as you see, Bella. Okay. <laughs> Oh, 
I don't even know if I actually watched any of the movie. I just like, hey, this is a good song. I'm going to look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty funny scene because you're just like, first off, these people, like, they only come out to play fucking baseball. And then it's just like every interaction that they have with, like, the, the other vampires that show up in the middle of baseball. And it's just like, I mean, they're just everything that they did to these they vampires have barely recovered like they seem so unthreatening don't you think like especially oh, yeah. when they're like trying to fight it's like get out yeah. of here you guys are just like fucking beautiful people hissing at each other this is not scary all you do is oh i don't burn in the sun i just glitter it's like so <laughs> stupid everything however it's funny watching them fucking run in slow-mo to the Muse oh, song. Yeah. I do enjoy it just for fun, but I'm also like, how did they film this and go, this will be really cinematic. <laughs> this will age well. Yeah. This is going to be like something really cool. <laughs> I felt like it was a little irresponsible um, <laughs> that they made Bella the umpire. It was like one stray pitch and her head is clean off. Yeah. Like she's dead. <laughs> I know. It was uh, just like, yeah, it was a weird thing in general. I'm also like, why wouldn't he just fucking turn her from the first? Why do I have to have this weird, awkward dance where your family wants to kill me all the time and you have to move <laughs> me around and I have to leave my family at any given moment? Like, it's just bullshit. Just turn me into a vampire. Like, that's my number one most angry thing I think about this movie is that he won't, he sucks the venom out and doesn't let her turn. It's like, fuck. That whole concept of quote-unquote, sucking the venom out of someone's bloodstream. First of all, uh, I that's get it. literally not... Okay, well, from, <laughs> from a non-sexual standpoint... This whole movie is sexual. It's repressed <laughs> sexual. understand how that is even possible. It's in your bloodstream. It's everywhere. How do you suck venom uh, out it, of someone's bloodstream without the, also... You were literally just killing them. Like the, this is an age thing because I definitely watched movies prior to this where yeah, you get bit by a cobra, you suck the venom out. It doesn't actually work, but that's a plot. It's no, a plot. It's device. supposed to happen. It doesn't work in real life. It does I'm not. pretty sure it does not. I'm I pretty mean, sure I'm never it... gonna try it. But like, <laughs> Jesus I Christ. will try it. I will Nolan, test it out. Come here. <laughs> nope. If he gets bitten by a cobra, I'm like, dude, you're fucked. Or if I get bitten by it, I'm like, just chop my leg off. But I think like with the like I know that I always thought it was true because I thought like, you know, when you get stung by a jellyfish, you really are supposed to pee on yourself. Or have something that has nothing to you. do with sucking it out. Well, that's just like a thing that happens in movies <laughs> and that you hear about on like it's from things I've watched growing up that I even know that it's not like anyone ever told me that fun fact unless you get bitten by a fucking jellyfish or whatever you don't know. So that's what I'm saying. I thought this was one of those things that you're so, like, if, if someone got bit by a snake, I go, well, the first thing I know is you're supposed to suck the venom out. This is why fact checking is important. I live in the <laughs> desert. I should know this shit. I never go off wandering out in it, but Jesus. So that scene is also is one of my fa funniest scenes is when he's fighting with the guy and he's about to kill him. And then the dad runs and he's like, Edward, remember who you are. Like, don't kill him. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I won't. And then his siblings just come in and rip him apart Literally. immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Like, and we don't even get to see it. They do see it. They show the girl like spider jump on his they head. Show and it, like, rip, it's like, rip and his entire head off, which I will say does not make any kind of sense because in New Moon, 
Jasper, who is quote unquote the newest vegetarian vampire, he's not been away it, from human blood as much as the rest of the Cullens. He's the one who's extra thirsty. He's the one who's constantly in pain. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, he's from the fucking Civil War. He hasn't figured shit out by now. Literally. I mean, that's a long time. But what what was the point you were going to make? So in the ballet studio, and when they're literally ripping him apart, limb from limb, they rip his head off, throw it into a fire. Bella has a gaping wound in her leg. It's gushing blood. She's bleeding out, but everything is fine. Everyone is normal. They can take care of the problem, blah, blah, blah. But in New Moon, she gets a tiny little paper cut one drop of blood falls from her finger and Jasper goes crazy. And Edward throws Bella across the room onto a bunch of china glass. She gets cut up and everything. And Jasper is going crazy trying to drink her blood because of one paper cut. But in Twilight, her entire thigh was split open gushing blood she was bleeding out and he had no problem with that yeah what the hell that's a great point i never even realized because that is extremely inconsistent like her fucking femoral artery is like bleeding out which like i'm pretty positive you can't recover from and they're Mm -hmm. like oh you gotta suck the poison out i'm like what about i mean is he stopping the leg wound whatever but even still i feel like you can't like you can't live from that right no you can't once venom is in your bloodstream it's over you're dead you can't suck venom out of someone's bloodstream unless what's the difference between some other vampire sucking blood out of your bloodstream versus your boyfriend drinking blood out of your of your bloodstream i don't know what you're into i I can't contribute to that i will say jason has (laughs) never tried that with me before um but you know never say never you never know what can happen yeah things change when you get married (laughs) gross so wait i have to ask this question when does bella become a vampire spoiler alert is it the third movie fourth breaking dawn part two Technically, the very end of part one, when she dies giving birth and they bite her a billion times, which like, couldn't we have done this sooner? And then she just opens her eyes and they're red and then it goes to the final movie. So do they ever address um, that time of the month? Literally never. I don't think vampires have periods. That's got to be one of the things. No, but I'm saying Bella. Oh. For the whole three, four movies or whatever before she becomes a vampire, if Jasper is triggered by a drop... If it's a, if it's a heavy flow, do we have a problem? It's not my fault. I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking favorite quote ever from Mean Girls. <laughs> Always that one. Um, that's the first thing I thought of. But like, right? She can't be going to the house. I mean, you're not even supposed to go like in the woods camping if if you're on your period because of a bear. Like, vampires got to pick that up. I'm like, what? She's got to go out of town if she's got her period. <laughs> Jasper can smell that from a state away. I mean, you'd think, like, at school, how the fuck are they not, like, god damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, like you have a whole day. school. Yeah, unless all the girls in school have, like, they're synced up and they only do it, and that's when the columns are out of school. <laughs> that's the biggest plot hole I've never thought of. It's just, like, they go to high school. <laughs> What is Jasper doing? How is yeah. he dealing with that? He's just silently that? suffering in the corner. 
calls him just he calls him sick every single day he cannot <laughs> yeah catch up on any of his assignments he's like oh good we're having a test on the civil war today perfect i lived through that they're like i was in the confederate army i can tell you everything that happened yeah he could show up one day a year and just fill out everything like yeah i lived through all this shit perfect sign me up i will say it's funny that like oh okay if we're going with that um the confederate side they had vampires and still lost (laughs) how can you have vampires on your side and still lose a whole war that is like, a great point. I don't. That's sad. <laughs> oh man! You were not utilizing your vampire abilities in the correct <laughs> way. I mean, right? That should have been like one battle, and it's over. Literally. And then the, the vampires fly; they destroy all the other camps. I mean, they make more vampires as you go. You're tripling. It's like the fucking Night King <laughs> on Game of Thrones. Everyone that they kill. They're on my side now. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. That might be the right place to end it. I'll just say, and Renee, you edit it out if you want to. The, the the last funny thing I thought was after she gets bitten and she wakes up in the hospital, the way that they explain what happened to her is she fell down a flight of stairs and out a window. <laughs> like and she's like, Oh yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> and they, they believe it. Well, yeah, she's just that clumsy of a bitch tripped and he fell down two flights of stairs went through a window yeah that sounds like me honestly though (laughs) i felt that like in my bones like that is me like i bet you 50 bucks if i told anybody that i know that i tripped and fell down a flight of stairs and then out through a plate glass window (laughs) they would believe it and I would also believe it if I woke up in the hospital and was told that. I go, yep, that's only my nightmare that I have every time I go down the stairs and I black out because I'm so scared. So, yeah, oh I do feel like that was hilarious. And they try to set that up a few times, but it's like she never does anything that would warrant that kind of like, oh, yeah, that bitch. Like she just accidentally almost gets hit by that guy drag racing in the parking lot. Yeah. For- no reason and he's like can't you look out for yourself it's like excuse me yeah there's a difference between slipping on ice and falling down a flight of stairs and out of window yeah exactly that takes some like uncoordination like skills almost (laughs) there's a there's a difference between literally getting your leg shattered in half thrown into a a window versus just like casually getting your leg broken in like a normal setting versus a whole supernatural human creature stand like breaking you physically purposely breaking your femur how did they explain the fucking bites on her arm too oh yeah that was the emt he just got a little hungry they're just getting a little freaky (laughs) A dog bit me after I fell out a window. And he had to suck the rabies out. (laughs) Yep. That sounds like me. Sounds like actually a pretty cool, like, sequel to Cujo. (laughs) All right, everyone. Hope you had a good, nostalgic-filled time revisiting Twilight. I know I did. All the chaos that was in that conversation. <laughs> Extremely sexual. I mean, it makes sense. It's like, I saw this when I was just 
come into the height of my sexuality, I guess. So it all just carries over every time we talk about it. That's how grooming works. You got to get them at the right time. <laughs> All right. You would know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, huge thank you uh, again to Juge for, for joining Juge. us. Huge Juge. You were great. <laughs> but Hell yeah. Next week, we are doing a, a second wave, you know, fresh off the theaters right now and streaming Renee, what movie are we talking about? We're going to be talking about Don't Worry Darling that just hit HBO Max. Everyone, don't worry, darlings. It is much better than you might think it is. Because this movie got a lot of just people shitting on it. We think it's mainly because of all the press and all the drama around it. Not for the actual movie itself. Pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we were surprised and if you haven't seen it, we recommend to go watch it. It was definitely worth it. I mean, I bought it. You don't have to buy it. You can just fucking watch it on HBO Max. So you should definitely do it. It's way better than people are making it out to be and it's gonna be... I think it's gonna make for a very fun conversation. Yeah. I mean... If we watched it and we're like, this is garbage, we probably wouldn't do an episode on it. But or we might. We did one on The Mummy, so I, I don't know. That is true. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that, Jace. I'm going to bring it up every fucking week. Well, this movie is much better than the 2017 Mummy. We can, we can agree on that. But yeah. In the meantime. Don't hit us up on social. Yeah. Just like, please leave us alone. We don't want to hear from you. It's, it's enough. It's exhausting all the attention that, that you give us. You know, like, don't find us on Instagram. Please don't find us on TikTok or YouTube. Like, just, just stop. If you send in suggestions, we will block you. That's all you need to know. Okay. So stop that. We don't need to hear from you. We're doing this podcast for us. It doesn't matter what you say. If you want to listen to it, sure. Great. Go ahead. But keep that to yourself. Yeah. And it's not going to change our behavior. So just give it up. But if you stuck around, I guess we'll see you next week. Till next time. Regular exclusive. Out. Out.